0: Good morning everyone, and I, want, I would like to thank Link and uh, Rabbi Stern for giving the opportunity to share some divret about this sugi of Yichud. In fact, it's very hard to speak about this subject of Yichud as a, um, a rab, it's sometimes hard to hear it. But at the same time, the kedushah of Am Yisrael, the um, holiness of our nation, to a great degree depends upon this topic of Kedushat Israel to keep away from um, from relationships, from scenarios that are inappropriate for a Jewish person to find himself in. And indeed Rambam writes at the end of the twenty second Perek, the of Chaf- Khadbed in Biyah, he writes there is nothing harder for every given situation, every given generation and every every, every given Jewish community in the history, is nothing harder but to be careful from this issues of Arayot, to stay away from um, promiscuity and things that are um, keys and, and, and pathways to bring about um, immoral relationships and so on and so forth. And we find many of the Rishonim who wrote extensively about this. We find Rabbeinu Yona in, in, in his classic Sefer, Sharet um, shuvah in Chalek in Gimel, uh, that he writes, the level of a person's Yirat is measured by how careful you are in Yichud. Because this is something that, that you show, that you don't want to even get into a situation that may bring about something improper. And that really is a level of a person's Yirat You find in Me'iri, many others, they write about this. And in the 17th and 18th century uh, authorities of Allah you, you find many of them complaining about the fact that people are not learned enough about this, you find of Shlomo Kluger, one of the great um, authorities of halakha, leaders of Klai of Israel, prolific writer within the Ashkenazic Jewry, he writes in his Sefer, um, Nidre Ziruzin, he complains that people don't know even the basics of this halakha, that people are not careful enough, and so on and so forth. And Maram <clears> Banet, <throat> in, his, in his Sefer, in his Kiddushim on Shabbat, he brings the proclamation that they had, within the community to announce to people that these are halakhot that, that are in Shulchan and people have to learn about and have to be careful um, in, in keeping them as well as all the other halakhot that people know. So, we're going to... It's, it's really a short time, one hour, to, to run through quickly the basics of this halakhot. The purpose of today's shoot is not to pass in to, to say what the bottom line halakha is. It is mainly to awareness that there are topics that a person should ask questions. The sugya is something that the yeshiva could be learning for uh, weeks or months, um, hours in the day, uh, in, the, in depth. It has many, many, many details that could be learned, and each one of the details could change the halakha. So therefore, the main purpose of this is just to make awareness of different cases that we're going to study a little bit today together, and hopefully we'll be a little bit more careful um, in the situations that need, need to be discussed. Now, the sheets that you have in front of you is the main uh, primary sugya of, of Yechud in Shas, which is in Kedushin, the uh, Payam would be going for, for a blood and a half almost. <clears throat> the Gemara there says, starting from the Gemara, the Gemara says, Yechud, um, Remez, Minai. Where do you see a hint? to the mitzvah of Yichud, to the isur of Yichud in the Torah, and the Gemara brings the Pasuk. One would say that it, the Gemara is an indication that the isur of Yichud is not really a biblical mitzvah. Rebbez is just a hint from the Pasuk, and the the Krat, the, Krad, the even itself asks, what is the Pashtun Peshat of the Pasuk is talking about? The Gemara ta- talks about it, indicating that the Pashtun Peshat, a simple understanding of the Pasuk, is not even talking about the Yisur of Yichud. So one would say, it's Rabbah. The truth is, there are two links, two pieces in, in this Tugia, which we don't have a copy of it here. There are two Gemaras that clearly indicate that the Isra of Yehud is a biblical full-fledged Isur Doraita. And that's the Gemara in <clears> Sanhedrin, <throat> and the Gemara also it's a similar Gemara in Masaqat um, Abu Dazara, and the Gemara in both places says as a double partial, as a simple fact, it says Yehud Doraita here. Yechud is the Mesod and indeed, this is the view of the vast majority of the rishonim. You have um, g- taking from the Tosafod and Rashi in Masechet Shabbat, Af Yud Gimel Aleph, the Tosafot in Masechet of Zain, the Tosafot in Masechet Sanedim Af They all say that Yichud is the misod Flat, there's nothing to talk about. Sefer Achinuch, one of the greatest of the rishonim, in Simon Kuf Pechet says that Yichud is doraita. And uh, you find the Radbaz and Chalik Zain, Simon says there's the Raita, the Rosh, the, the Ritba, the Ran, and the Meiri. The Meiri is both in Kiddushin, and the rest of them are in, 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 in Masachet Nidad of Hay. Many of the Rishonim, and the list goes on and on, the Rosh, the, um, the greatest of the Rishonim, they all hold that this is a full fledged Israel the Raita, there's nothing to talk about. There is only one exception to the rule, and that's the Rambam. Rambam, discussing Hilchot Yechud in the beginning of. Rambam writes that the Isur of Yichud is midivre Kabbalah. Now, there's a great debate within the Rishonim and Achronim what exactly Rambam means. What does it mean? Isur midivre Kabbalah. You have two Gemaras that are clearly indicating and saying that this is the writer. So, Rambam is a, is a subject of dispute. You could spend the rest of the time discussing only what Rambam holds, but simply put, there are those who hold Rambam uh, believes that this is a the Rabbanan. There are many who hold that this is a issue right According to Rambam, the Maggid Mishnah is the main um, Mefaresh main co- uh, commentary on the Rambam. He considered one of the greatest traditionim. is called the Neman Beit Rambam. is uh, the um, commentary on the Rambam, and he says in this halakha, he gives a source for the Rambam. He says, look in. You know where Rambam got this from? The Gemara in Avodah of Vav which clearly says that isur Yichud is, is a biblical prohibition, is isur Doreitah. But uh, really you find other places that Rambam says similar strange things. In the beginning of Hichud Isur Bia in Perak Aleph, Rambam writes that Kiddusha Kesef, when you marry, you, you get married. There are three ways to get married. And the, the most common way of getting married that we all use nowadays is Kesef. Kiddusha Kesef, you give something of, of monetary value to her, and you say, Rambam says... Kiddusha Kesef is midivra sofrim, is the rabbanan. What we, well, we would say, divra sofrim, is the rabbanan. The, the Kesef mishnah, Maran Shulchan Aruch over there says that divra sofrim does not mean that is the rabbanan. Rather, it means that it's learned from uh, from Yud Gimel Midot Shatara uh, Nidreshu It's Is a rabbinic, um, I guess they, they 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 derive it as a, a derivative through the, the rabbinic ways that the Torah has introduced us. But it has a full-fledged weight. And, and value of a doraita a biblical way of, of getting married, and similar thing is, is over here as well. Many of the authorities say that Rambam even holds that this is the doraita. Now, why is it so important to know whether Yichud is doraita or rabbanan? Aside from us being more scared or less scared, um, it, really it is important because we all know that as a general rule we say safek rabbanan, lekula, safek rabbanan, is. And many, many of the scenarios in Yehud, you're going to be challenged and faced with um, questions, whether this is Asr or Mutar. You have those who Rishonim who say this is Mutar. You have those Rishonim who say this is Asr. So what do you do? Are you allowed to be lenient or do you have to be stringent? And that, that really helps to know if, if, if really Dor, uh, Yehud is Doraita, then you have to be stringent if it's Darabana. And then you, have, you could uh, you have your hands open to be more lenient. Now, as we mentioned, most, almost all of the Rishonim, and may, many of them hold that the Rambam also mm-hmm. holds like that, they hold that this is, is right. And then you have the Rambam. There is a fascinating disagreement between some of the Akronim about maybe even more than this, and that is, that's the following. You have a Gemara in Sanhedrin that says, we, know, we all know that all the mitzvot, if you are forced to uh, desecrate the, one of the mitzvot because you, your life is at stake, Someone puts a gun to your head and says, "Eat treif, or I'll kill you." Um, desecrate Shabbat, Shabbat, or I'll kill you. You do You do the averah, and you save your life. Aside from three or four or five, whatever, however you want to go, the three main ones that that we all know is avodah the, zarah, the, the idol worship, and immorality, the adultery, and and ritzicha, killing people. And different one, but that's 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 not for this, this thing. All of these things, uh, we would say, is only doing. Let's say, take adultery for example. You would say, if you have a moral relationship with the, with a woman, Ish, then you, if they want to force you, you have to be to be killed. Let you be killed, and not do the averah. Igmar says not like that. Igmar says an example that if a person um, is lovesick. He wants to marry someone that he's not allowed to. And he got sick because of it. Literally, he's dying. And the doctors say that if he speaks even behind the wall or whatever, sees her or talks to her, it will be a refuel, it will be a healing element for him. But it's a erba, It's an issue that he cannot get married. The Gemara says, y- uh, Yareg mal yavur. He should not speak to her even if it's a matter, at, at the stake of dying. Why? The Gemara calls it Abizraihu de Gilu yarayu. This is considered It's It's the... Um, elements that go together with Gilui Erba It's not only the Gilui Erba itself; it's not only the relationship that's us itself, but even things that could bring to that are packaged together at one as one package. And there is a, shuvah, a very interesting Tshuva of Shemarieh within the within the Akronim that discusses this when it comes to Yichud. There was a case. There's no time to, to go through all of the details, but there was a case that a lady was giving birth, and there was no one to really give. it was a. Comp- Complex case, and they needed the mi'adleddit. They needed the midwife to to come from a different city. It was on Shabbat, and this mi'adleddit was um, going to come with this wagon driver. Um, on Shabbat, the wagon driver was a goy. The question is: this is this is a thing of yichud, and the Shemari writes that this is yehareg baliaber. Yichud is, is considered avizrahu deigil yerba, and is, is considered yharibaleibor. And Rav Shlomo in in two of Tam with he 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 also agrees with him for a different reason. But don't you know you, you could breathe normally because that's not really the, the normal de halacha. Rav Yisrael Yude Unterman, he wrote a, a letter to the author Poskim when they put out the um and Simon Chafbed in Eben and he disagrees with all these things. He says Yichud is not. Yehud is not an Isur that's a tag-along with the Isur of Arayut. Yehud is a um, guideline within the, even if you say it's the orita it's a biblical Isur, it's a guideline to make sure you're not going to get to erba. It's not the Isur erba by itself. So therefore, it's not Abiz But as, as we saw already, this is very important. It's a very important topic, as some people already hold that this could be even included in a regular Isur erba, which is yarek. Now, the importance of this, even if you say, back to the Rambam, um, became a heated argument between Rabbi Yashiv and one of the um, 19th century's most famous Akronim, the the Berger Rabbi in Divra Yatsiv, in 1982. Um, he, he put a Kuntris out on Yichud and Rabbi Yashiv disagreed with him on a certain case that he said is Suffolk, if this case, this particular case, is, is Yichud or not, and he said he could be lenient. This is the Divrei the Klosenberger Rav. And Rabbi Yashif said, how can, you be, how can you be lenient to this? This is the Easter Doraita. This is a uh, full-fledged writer, Doraita, If you have a doubt within a biblical Easter, you have to be Mahmer. So the Klosenberger Rav wrote back to Rabbi Yashif, he said, no. Because you forgot about Rambam. Rambam holds that this is not the Easter Doraita, it's Israel Rabbanan, it's Divri Kabbalah. And even if you want to say that Divri Kabbalah means Halacha HaMoshem Misinai." We have a cloud that Safek, halacha Moshe Misinai, is not like Safek, the Oraita. Although halacha Moshe Misinai, when we have something that's categorized as halacha Moshe Misinai, it has a level of importance as the Oraita, as a full-fledged biblical thing. But when you have doubt within a halacha Moshe Misinai, the derivative rights, that is Safek called the You have the right to be lenient in a doubt of halacha Moshe Misinai. Now this is something that you could discuss. I, I, I believe the kollel is doing Nida now. You're going to get to Dafhei soon. And from from the um, from some of the Rishonim, the Rashba, the Ran, the Meiri, um, at least you see maybe not like this this of the but that's just to, to, to present the importance of this Easter of yichud, which many of the Rishonim and Achronim say that, that the hamon the general population, is not even so much aware of the um, the halakhat. Now, what is yichud? What's called yichud? Yichud is when a man and woman that are not married. They're secluded in one area for enough time that something inappropriate could happen. The immediate family members are, are, are excluded from this, based on the Gemara in Sanhedrin, and that includes the mother and the daughter and your wife, even if she's Nita. and sister, maybe. Sister is, a, is the wording of the Gemara in the name of Rabasi. Rabasi says that you could live with your mother Live with your daughter in the same place in a in a um, permanent way, but with your sister you can't live together for um, for a long time. But you could be you could have yichud. So the amount of time is is unclear. Mayor Eric in in with Shulamim Yosher, in Chalak Betsamah Gimel he writes that the amount of time is one month. Anything that's less than a month you could. You could, you could be lenient. And He bases it on many gemaras. You see the gemara in, in, in Menachot, talking about mezuzah, that if you rent a house in Chutzlaris, and you don't own it, you don't have to put mezuzah on until one month, which actually by itself, in practice, is, is a debate by itself. Some say once you're patur, and the chiyub only comes after one month, you, sh- you shouldn't put it until one month, and you should do it on the 30th day, but that's, that's, a, that's for a shir in mezuzah. <clears throat> and that's, that's, that's one... One nikuda he brings another Gemara from, you see, Stamps when you rent a house and you don't say how much I'm renting it for. So he wants to kick you out, you want to stay there. How long does it really stick? The Gemara in, in Rosh Hashanah of Zayn, the Gemara says that Stamps Kirud is Yom as well. And another case that he brings, I, I believe, is a Gemara from Nazir, daf the Gemara says that if you say, Harani Nazir, I want to become a Nazir. You don't want to specify how much. You could, you could specify as much as you want. You could become a Nazir Olam for a lifetime, or you could specify a day. If you just said Harani Nazir, Stam, the Stam Nazir is, is Lamed Yom. It's 30 days as well. So he says, you see from here, that until Lamed Yom, it doesn't really count. So Lamed Yom is... is, is uh, um, 30 days is really what considers kivut, and 30 days you cannot live. But within 30 days, if you, you want to live together with, this, with your sister in the same house, apartment, you're going for, for summer, the other day someone was asking me, um, according to the mayor, Eric, in Imriyoshi's Mutter. Many disagree with him. They, there's a tshuva from the Suft the, um, the Vash, the Chida in Sharia, Simon many others they disagree with this. The in in your seems like that. And they say that two days is mutter, three days is already considered kivut. So one should ask you a question. When he gets to these things, there's a very interesting shuh from Rav Moshe Feinstein in Ebon Hazar, Felik Dalat, Simon Dalat, the last piece in, in Sivkat and Gimel, he writes that it has nothing to do with set days. There's no such a thing as set days for what's considered kivut. It depends on every society. If your society guests go and stay for 10 days, then 10 days is mutter. Whatever is considered a normal amount of time that a person stays by someone else as a guest, then you could, you could stay by your sister or sister stay by you as a guest. More than that, that's not mutter. That has its beauties, has its problems as well, but this is something that, that has to be asked. But Any other person besides this, this uh, family members that we mentioned could indicate could, could, um, could make up a scenario of of Yehud. Now, grandchildren? grandchildren, I, I, I knew you're going to, I was afraid you were going to ask that. The Bach writes, the Bach writes that um, paternal um, line of, of, of straight daughter after daughter or son after son is mutter, meaning uh, you could be meyach you could have yichud with your daughter, you could have Yehud with your daughter's daughter, and daughter's daughter's daughter, and daughter's daughter's daughter. But many disagree with that. They, 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 uh, they say that you see from Rishonim, not like that, um, that's a debate by itself. If one needs to, to, I mean, it usually does not come up because, um, unless you're babysitting your granddaughters, um, you know, that's, that, that's a question you should ask. But the Bach is mattered, many, many do follow the Bach, uh, some disagree with it, so it's a matter of debate. Now, um, that is the people who, who you cannot have Yechud with. Now, what is the scenario of Yechud? And how long is the time? So the, the time of it is not is not in the sugya of Yechud is not mentioned anywhere in the rishonim or in the achronim in, or in or, or in the gemara. It's a sugya in the beginning of Sotad of Hey. There the, the gemara discusses the shir isur and there are many many shittes in the achronim. What exactly the time limit for isur Yechud is? The gemara says a, a general thing of kede um, litzlot be'al Olgoma, to make an egg and, and, and swallow it. And you have within the poskim, you have many, many different um, opinions. Take it from the least one thirty-five seconds all the way till ten minutes. Almost, it's a very wide spectrum of, of poskim. Ravadi Yisef and um, also the the Tshuva Natan and Aleph, they they both hold it three minutes. Three minutes is is Yechud. Uh, anything less than that is not is not a isriyachod. The um, the Etshuvot of of, of uh, uh, Rabbi Zecher Weiss. He was the Rav of Rishiyah in He writes it's five minutes. Rav Yosef Dov Salvich Alvar He held that it's eight minutes. Ramosha Moshe Feinstein held it's nine minutes. And there, there's a reason why you, you you have 35 seconds versus nine minutes. Uh, the reasons of it is beyond beyond the scope of this talk. I mean, Ramosha Moshe Feinstein holds it's not just what it takes to 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 have a relationship. It's a uh, it's everything that emotionally goes with it, and so on and so forth. But uh, the general minhag of most of the post is to go with the three minutes. That's that, That's So what, what, what does that exactly mean? What's that? We've we got to get to that. We, we, I'm just building up the, the, the structure of the sugi right now, and we'll get to the details of the halacha in, in a few minutes' timeline. So what that means is not that if you're secluded in an area for two minutes, it's mutter. It doesn't mean that. If you're in a scenario of yichud, and you could stay. You could decide to stay there for longer, and you'll be safe. No one's going to barge in. No one's going to come in. Every second of it is a Yisru It's not a Yisru. There is, there is a shuba from, uh, from the Imre Esh, and also Maril Diskin, that they say there's such a concept as as Yishur in isur Yechud, which again, that's too yeshivish, too, too complex for this uh, for this talk. But the, the truth is, there's no such a thing as um, a heter, the leniency to stay there for two seconds. If you're going to a house that technically speaking, it's a scenario of Yehud, and you could decide to stay there for, for, for five minutes, the fact that you're going to be there only for one minute does not make it a non yichud scenario. It's an issue of Yehud regardless. What it does make a difference is, let's say in elevators, when the scenario is going to finish whether you want it or not, before the amount of before three minutes, let's we just say three minutes for the for 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 for, for the sake of discussion, and be that most of the prominent posts can they go with this amount of three minutes? We'll, we'll, we'll say three minutes. Let's say elevators. You go even if you have a 30-floor story, 30-floor floor building. You're going up. First of all, at every given uh, floor, someone could be pushing the button and the door will open. It's you know whether you want it or not, and even if no one does it. You know, usually it does not take three minutes to get up to the to the last floor as well. So therefore, Yichud in elevators, or Moshe Feinstein, or Shlomo Orbach, R' many others. They, they all allow Yichud. You know, the the being going on an elevator with um, with with one one person even. Um, maybe some details of this we'll discuss if time allows. But that's really the amount of time. Now the, the age of Yichud, and that's that's the topic of elevators. Now, the age of yichud really starts from uh, for a boy at, at the age of nine and for a girl at the age of three, which really poses a question on, on babysitting scenarios. You could have, uh, let's say, you have a nine-year-old boy and you're hiring, and you have, you know, the, the other ones are babies, little kids, and uh, you're hiring a babysitter to go to a place. So, is that mutter or is that alter? So he is the age that already you have to be careful if you're bringing a 15 year old girl to babysit him, and that's already a potential scenario of yichlut. Well, you could have many cases that would allow this to happen. Rambam Feinstein, for example, has a, uh, has, a example, has a case that you go into a chasana. and um, you might come back for any given reason. You might, uh, you know, for, have forgotten your keys or something at home. That you come you could come back, and if the, the less the babysitter knows the better off you are. Meaning, let's say, you don't say that you're going for five, five hours and it's two hours away, and when you call from the and the blast of the music is there, they know you're two, two hours away and there's no way you're going to come back. That, that, that scenario could pose a, a more serious question. But again, most of the cases of babysitting in this scenario that I mentioned happen to be mutter, but because we're not explaining all the details, please ask a question. These are all, only... Again, as, as I mentioned in the beginning, just to give gu- guidelines of knowing what case you have to ask the questions. So that's really what, the minimum age. The maximum age, it could be um, Adme Ab There's the teshuva from Diver Malkiel in Chalik Dalit um, that says that even a Zak and Muftak, even someone that's very old, still is, is, is um, subject to, um, to the Isir of Yechud, the Chazanish is the same thing. At the same time, you have both the Cecil Yezre with Yezre Waldenberg in, in Chalak Vav in his tribute and, and Rabbi Moshe Feinstein in Evan Haizer Chalak Galat in, Haezer, Chalak in um, Simon Samechay, that they both say if someone physically cannot, is so old and sick that physically cannot, uh, cannot have a relationship with someone, that already is mutter, uh, but again, that ha- happens, happens a lot in, in uh, assisted livings and, and hospices and so on and so forth, that someone has to. To, uh, sometimes at home they come back from, from rehab and they have to have assistance and so on and so forth and they're alone, often that's a question that should be asked but often relying on the Moshe Feinstein you could be lenient in those, um, in those cases. Now, there are, these are the, the scenarios the, this, this is the definition of the scenario of Yichud. Now, there are within built in to the sugi of Yichud certain leniencies that one could rely on to make it a non-Yichud scenario. For example, um, if the woman that is in a Yichud scenario, her husband is in town. Bala bair the Gemara says, is his mother. Now, Baal bair is um, a Makhluket Rashi and, 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 and tells with exactly what the, um, the description of it is. But generally speaking, if he is in a vicinity that he could be coming at any given moment, according to Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, and according to um, Mr. Bishop Duke and Rashi, it's mutter. I'm just going to take one minute to explain this a, a, a little bit. There is a hakira that you could, you, you could understand this in two different ways. Rashi says, the reason that Balabair makes the yichud scenario a, a non-yichud scenario is because she's afraid that maybe right now my husband is going to come. Rambam, however, says just makes, mentions the Gemara, the language of the Gemara, that if the husband is in town, she's scared of doing anything wrong. There's a fear of the husband in um, a healthy way. There's a fear in a healthy way on and, and the, and the wife that she's not going to do something wrong. So therefore it's mut. And it saves the, the, the case. Now, based on this, there is a machloket between the Chazanish and, and Rabbi Moshe Feinstein. Chazanish says um, that this is a, a spiritual, built-in uh, positive fear and As long as he's in town, she's not going to do anything wrong. Raboboshe Feinstein says no. This is a very logical, practical guideline. If she knows that at any given moment he could be coming, then you have a heter. If not, then you don't have a heter. For example, the difference between Khazanish and and Raboboshe Feinstein could be many, many given cases. Let's say she's not home. She is in her friend's home, and he has no clue where, where she is. The husband has no clue where she is in town. Even if he would try, he would not find her. So, according to, to is it's ba'ir. the husband is in town. And it's Mutter. According to Moshe Feinstein, no way. It's going to be awesome because he had, she has no fear of him maybe coming. Another case if, she, he, if he's going to, um, to his workplace, to his office that's an hour away drive, and uh, he, call, he just called her from the office, um, I, you know, the, the caller ID not, the thing that she, she saw, and let's say he can't uh, play with it. So she knows for sure that he's an hour away and he's just running into a meeting that's going to take two hours. And if he wants to come back, it's another hour. So that's three hours minimum. So I can Moshe Feinstein, within the three hours, she has no hetero. can Khazani, she does. So that's, a, that's a, most of the, the, the majority of the, the, the current posts can the follower of Moshe Feinstein's view in this one that it's a very practical thing that you have to, you have to be aware. Now, what's considered ballot ba'ir by itself? What's ir? What's the city? That by itself is a big debate. You have the, the cities back in in five hundred years ago; they were small cities. Now you could have, uh, you know, from Riverdale to, to the other end of it could be two hours drive. You know, New York City is a very big place. Los Angeles is a big place. Is it called by? Um, and also, it could be flip side. Right over here, we're in the border of Beverly Hills. So, if his office is two minute two minute walk in the in the city of Beverly Hills, it's usher? No, it, it really has to do with what's considered a met, in, in a Metropolitan areas of business and what people consider the same area—that's really what's considered. You know, Feinstein—you uh, uh, know—said to, it's "Always tell me that when I heard this from uh, from Moshe Heineman I used to learn with him in this house. Um, he told me that what what he tells people is what people do business uh, business with. If you are a good business and you're sending your flyers and your advertisement to this area, this is considered part of this town. You know, it's the cer- certain area that you work with. So, if you are a two-hour drive away, even if it's called the same city, that's not considered within the same city. And if you are five minutes away and it's legally two different cities, who cares? It's, it's still considered Balabair, which is really aligned with what Moshe Feinstein writes. So, this is um, something extremely practical. What's considered Balabair. That's one. And the second thing, there are, there are more than two. I just want to discuss two of them. One is Baalaba'ir, the second one is Petach Batuach Lishutarabim. If you have an open door to, um, to the public domain, that also is Mutar. Well, this by itself also is Matloka within the Rishonim. The Rashba seems to write, at least based on the Beit Meir and Rabbi Akiva Eger and Simon Kuf, Beit Meir and Ebenheiser, that the Yichud scenario is when the door is closed even if it's not locked. On the other hand, Rabbi Yonah writes that, I mean, Rabbi Yonah is one of the ones to, who also holds this as is Isidoreita, which I, I think I didn't mention. Rabbi Yonah in, in his Khidushim in, in Sanhedrin of Lamed Zain, also in his Sefer, Sefer Hagira, he both in both places he writes that this is Isidoreita. But he does write that the only the writer scenario is when you have a locked door. And really, the way we have the Rashbah Although the Beit Meir and Raqqaba Eger disagree, the way we have the Rashba is also like the Raqqaba Eger. So you have a fundamental machloket: What exactly is considered closed door? doesn't mean a locked door. or doesn't mean a, a door that's not open, but it's not locked. You could just open it. So what do we do with this? The, ba- the basic approach is that for scenarios of the is one of the cases that makes a difference. If you have a, the oraita, a biblical scenario of yichud, we are usually stringent that the door should be ajar, it should be open, um, and not be closed even unlocked. If you have a Dirabanan scenario of Yehud, then you could have you could uh, then you could have it closed but not not locked. So that's that's really the the second head. If you have an open door to public domain, Petach Patuach, Rabim, then is then it's mutter. Now this does not mean that if you're out in the pub in in in, in not in a house is mutter. You could be in the middle of a desert or a forest or, or anywhere else, in the middle of a street, and you could be in a Yichud scenario. All that this means is, again, a practical thing, that when you are, are afraid that people are going to pass by because this is a public domain, then you're not going to do anything wrong. Whereas, if, if you're in, let's say you're going on a date, or, or you're already engaged and you're going on a hike, and you go off the path to somewhere that people do not come, that is a scenario of Yichud. If you go to a forest, if you go to, um, to Yosemite, and you're going on a hike in one of the forests, that's, that's a scenario of Yichud, although it's in bright light, daylight in the middle of the day, that still is considered a scenario of Yichud. And if you're in a house even, and the door is open to the public, but it's 10 o'clock at night, ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night, where people do not pass in this street, even if your door is totally ajar and open, that is a scenario of Yichud, regardless of the door being totally ajar and open. Because the the more the logic of this is, That when you're afraid that people are going to come, let's say 4th of July, you're going to downtown to your office building, and no one is there, but you're behind your job and you have to do it. You have to, you know, catch up and your secretary is there. That is a given, potentially, a scenario of Yichov, which we're going to discuss now in a moment. Now, these are the two things, and each one of them have many exceptions to the rule. There are many cases that Baal does not work. Let's say if you have um, a person that you're extremely close with, the Gemara calls it libagaspa. If you have someone that, that you're very close with, you grew, either grew up together, or you, you are a person that on um, constant basis deal with each other, uh, mentoring each other, talking to each other, that's considered a close relationship. That lady, even if her husband is in town, does not work. The hetero does not apply in a, in a scenario that the man who is being alone with this woman is libo gaspa, is, is very close with her. And, and so on and so forth. Again, all the details, if you would want to spend time on that, we'll be here for, for the rest of the day. I, I wanna get to some of the um, um, some of the issues that they put up on on the um, on the fly over here and we'll start with the Hiddush. The babysitters we already basically covered. There's a Hiddush of rabosha Feinstein. rabosha Feinstein holds this is printed in, in rabosha's Tshuva in Evan Hazar Khalegdal, Simon Samachay, Hay, Gatan Gimel. He writes that if you um, if you're in a car with someone, so you're technically speaking in a secluded area. No one could hear what you're talking about. You could technically speaking become emotionally very close to this lady or to this man, whatever it is. And um, it's it's not a desirable thing. Ramosha Feinstein says car rights is La Asr. Right? Car rights are Asr. when I read this the first time twelve years ago, I jumped out of my seat. Like, how did they date in in, in uh, MTJ, his yeshiva? You know, according to this, you can't you can go on a date with, with a girl. What's that? Take subways. Subway. No one does that. <laughs> he did? Oh, good. So because of Rab true. No, no. no, because of, <laughs> because he didn't own a car. Cool. That's that's another problem. Yeah. Um, and as strange as it may sound, this is really backed by by t'shua from the Nod Bihuda And Rab Sholom HaZal in in Milchat Sholom Alef Aleph Sadi Aleph S'ifkhaf Aleph He also passed things like Rab like Feinstein. That this is Asir. But even Rabbi Moshe Feinstein himself says that if you need, need to be lenient, let's say he says you're in a country in, 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 in upstate New York and people go back and forth all the time to the city, to New York, back to the mountains and and, 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 and forth, and someone needs a ride and it's rude not to give them a ride, it says mutter because uh-huh. me'ikar, haddin, me'ikar haddin is mutter. Now this is only during um, daytime in a regular road that people normally travel on. Well, less than three minutes, you have traffic. I mean, every, every three minutes, a car says... No, no. Yeah, Rav Moshe says, <laughs> in a highway, is not tinted. it's usur. Yeah, well, it's, even if it's not tinted, Rav says his logic, again, uh, the, the time, time is pressing, but the logic of Rav is like this, that you have a secluded area... Technically speaking, you could be Mefatah, you could talk to her and get close, and then just you're driving, you could just go off the road to some no-man's land and, 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 and do Easter. So that's the logic of Moshe Feinstein and Rav Sholam Arbach, again, which I said, it's backed with a diuk, and he doesn't mention it, but I'm saying it's backed with a diuk in, in a tshua from another But again, the majority of the game totally do not go with this, and they say it's mutter during the day. But at the same time, if you're at night, then the car ride is a real, real serious problem. Someone asked me yesterday, if you're in Yosemite and you're uh, in the lodge and, and your wife can not come with you, she's in the cabin 15 minutes away, and a, a woman asks you to give them a ride, they've they, they got the cabin right next to you, and you want to bring them, that's... Uh, in Yosemite at night, there's no lights, there's no, no one passing by. That's a real scenario of which would be Asr, unless you have other things which, uh, let's say, I will just say it because I'm going to forget probably. Let's say one way of doing it would be to FaceTime your wife at the same time that you're driving, That's using technology. If you, if that's like a, a security camera at, at, at the time that you're, you're, you're in the car, from before until you get there, that, that would be a, a method to go around it. But again, these are the questions you could ask. At the same time, the scenario of Yichud is something that I want everyone to, to realize, that this, at night in Yosemite, is a scenario of Yichud, even in the car ride, that you're trying to, 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 to give a lift to someone. Now, that is um, the same question with the Uber drivers. Now, it used to be that in Los Angeles, at this, you didn't have that many Jewish drivers. Um, now, with Uber... You have thousands of people who are, who are driving around for you know, an hour a day, whatever it is. And you technically could get into these shylas these questions. If late at night someone um, from, from the Santa Monica Mountains wants to, uh, to go to airport and you're going there, that could be a, a techni- technically speaking, that could be a scenario of Yichud, which you should, you should really ask a, a question. There are times that you could be lenient. Um, when the lights in the car is on, or she's saying in the back, and so on and so forth. But again, the details of it is very time-consuming. We're not, we're not discussing the details. Um, just be aware that at night after the time that usually people pass by, if you're in a road, that uh, the traffic is less than one, once in three minutes. That's something that you want to, to ask a question if you're, you find yourself in that, in that scenario. Now, um, in, the wor- in, 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 the wor- in the working places, the offices and so on and so forth, um, it really depends. You have many people who work in Diamond District and, and, and Gold District and, and many other types of offices that the nature of the business is that everything is double doors and they're tinted and they're, uh, they're locked and they have cameras and they have to buzz you in. If you are in one of those offices, which no one has the key, you, the only way to get in is if, if you buzz them in um, and you're there with your secretary... So then that's a one on one situation of Yichud, which is which is really really Asir. Now if 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 you have one and two, meaning there's one man and two ladies, that also is Asr. Still is Asir. One and three ladies, that's already Imakhluk, although the Shuhar and Ramah both for and Ashkenazim in Sif Hay Mar- 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 is, is Asr, there's a Sheita of Rashi. That, that again it's complex I'm not sure how, much, how, how in depth you did the sugiye. The according to Rashi in, 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 this, in the scenario of Iskoim Hanashim really one man and three women should be muter but we don't pass him like Rashi but there are cases that we could be lenient so that's something to ask a question But if you have two men and one woman that is a big debate and ends up being an between the Svardi and Ashkenazim how so? The Mishnah says in Pei in, Amud Bet in Kiddushin that two men and one woman is mutter. The problem is, if you stop there, it's good. If you learn the Gemara, which I think Avi got, got further, if you get to Pei Aleph and Aleph, you see that the Gemara brings the story of Rav and Rav Yehuda. They're going on a way. They're in an open field of, uh, of desert somewhere. And they, there's a lady in front of them. Rav tells Rav Yehuda, this is a scenario of Yehud. Let's run away. Rav Yehuda says, wait a second, wait a second. You missed the Mishnah. You told us. You taught us the Mishnah. Two men, one more. He says, "No, that's talking about Anushin Kishirin. It's talking about um, pious people, amazing Sadiqim like Rabbi Hanina Bar Papi and his 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 group. Us, it's not talking about us. Now, Rav was a tremendous sadik. Rav the Gemara says in many places different stories about him. He, for example, he never looked over four Amut in his lifetime. So the face value of the Gemara would." would would be extremely scary. Would, would indicate that none of us here you could you could rely on this that two men and one woman would be mutter. and indeed Rambam takes the Gemara at face value and Rambam says um, two men, one woman, asher. There are other Rishonim who follow the Rambam's idea as well. On the other hand, uh, the the Ran disagrees with the Rambam. The Ran, Rabbi Yeshayahu and many other Rishonim. There's two schools of Rishonim. It's, I think it's safe to say the majority of Rishonim disagree with the Rambam. They say, no. Rav, because of his piety and his sitkut, he was a tremendous anav. He said, ah, me, I'm not good enough. But really, halakhically speaking, two normal um, observant Jews are considered kesherim. So if you have two normal observant Jews with one lady, is mutter. Rambam disagrees. So now, Marash Shukharuch, the, the Shukharuch for the Sephardim, they accepted his, his sack shema hasmis like the ramban the stringent view Ramah brings the ran and 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 his school of thought that it's mutter to people so therefore it all depends on, on, on which which halakha you follow and you have what to rely on if especially for the Ashkenazim, if you have two regular uh, observant people with one uh, with one lady now You should, you should ask a question, because there are cases that there are things that you could do. Um, let, let me just explain it right now. I wanted to get to it in five minutes. But, um, let's say, what happens with security cameras? Which, by itself, you have two different types. You have the CCTVs, the, the, the closed circuits, and you have the regular uh, monitor uh, security cameras, which are all over the place. Now, security cameras could be a double-edged sword. It could be horrible for Yehud, or could be tremendously beneficial for Yehud. Also, Let's say, you have a petach patuach lishut We said one of the good headers, one of the good leniences for Yichud is, if you have an open door to the, to the public, right? And at any second someone could come in, then you're not safe and that destroys the scenario of Yichud, you're good to go, right? But, let's say you have security cameras that you monitor in your office from all the entire building. Whoever wants to enter the building, which takes two minutes before they get to your office, you see them on the camera, Right? So you know that no one is going to come now because no one has passed through that in the past two minutes, right? So even though that you, technically speaking, are not in a, should not be in a scenario of yichud because you have an open door to the public domain, really you are in a in, in, in situation of Yehud because you're safe. You feel, you see, you're screening and seeing everything that's going on around your building and that, that, that uh, makes it a scenario of yichud. But the reverse of it is good. Meaning, if you're in an office and there is a camera in your office which someone is paid to, to check all the security cameras and is being monitored, again, this, the, the CCTVs, the, the consequence is you have to ask a question. That's much more complex. But the, the regular things that they have now, is a, a TV that is a screen that um, someone is monitoring. Let's say um, you don't have in your office. Now, brander in his office has the picture of all the rooms, all the corners, um, and sides of, of, of this, this building and um, technically speaking, if he, he has the monitor on that could make a scenario of yichud, meaning the office would not be a safe place, although technically speaking, that would be a petach patoach to shutarab, there's a public domain anyone could walk in and walk, walk upstairs at any given moment, but if you're monitoring but if at the same time um, in an in, 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 in office that's, that's reversed, meaning you have a camera, let's say here that you're being monitored elsewhere, and someone could be seeing, and someone should be seeing what's happening in your office, then even though that the door is locked and so on and so forth, and it's a, technically speaking, is a scenario of Yichut, that would save the day if someone is, is watching the monitor or supposed to be watching the monitor at every given moment, that really saves uh, you from Yisri So now if you have that, you could, uh, technically speaking, someone asked me the other day that he, his wife goes... Um, you know, goes to you know shopping or whatever it is that uh, that she's doing for hours, and he's his office is at home, and they have a live-in mate. So, technically speaking, if you would install one of these uh, remote control security cameras, which you can get it for 150 200 bucks, um, and she could check it from her phone, and she could talk to him, and and even turn the camera and so on and so forth. That would be something that that would, that would save it. So in in Workplace that could also be an option, but again, I'm just giving one. Again, if th- these are this is one of the things that you could do. Again, if this is not an option, if the boss does not let you in- to install a-, a camera there, so then you you could have other leniencies, but you have to- you have to speak on private private base. But this is one one big thing that that could save many other cases, like the the Yosemite case that we discussed. You could have. It was a shorter. That's a shorter time. You could just have a, a face time, Someone that's monitoring you yeah. Yeah. at the time. That, yeah, I, I want to stay away from that. But uh, that is that is one of the one of the things. Now we have the the doctor's office. Now, doctor's office. Moshe Feinstein has many many of the authorities of of Halakha have have chewed about women going to doctors' offices. You know the, the nature of going to OBGYN or any other doctor is that you can't you you can't have a camera there, and you know until lately, you it's not it doesn't make sense to bring another person also. It's a breach in the uh, in the privacy of, of of the patient and so on and so forth. And um, therefore, you ended up being alone with the doctor in a in a closed room. Now, Rabbi of Feinstein basically says that you see that even chassidic people even People that come from families of Rabbanim and so on, they, they, they go to a doctor visit and doctor check up and no one seems to be bothered with the fact that this technically speaking should be a scenario of Yichud. So Moshe Feinstein says a very interesting Kiddush, um which, you know, he's not the first one that says it. Really, uh, within the Sephardi world, the Yaskil Avdi in Chalak betsimon Yudzain, he says that also um, and that is that there is a hetter of ba'avid tatari. The Gemara says in, um, in, in in numerous places. One, one is in um, in Sanhedrin. of the Gemara says that it is usher to watch um, animals mating. But at the same time, the Gemara says mutter for people who have farms to uh, even make mating happen between their flock, between the, the animals that they own. Why? Because. When you're doing it as a business, when you're doing it as a malacha, as your job, you're so preoccupied with getting your job done that you're not focused on, on, on things that are not proper. So, therefore, it's mutu.. So it says that Moshe Feinstein, when, he, when she is in the doctor's office at the time that she's being checked, the doctor is be'avid de tarid, the doctor is busy doing his job. So, therefore, there's no, we're not worried that something inappropriate is going to happen. And oh, you tell me after he's done. After he's done, he has scheduled other, other patients. So therefore, uh, therefore, they're going to come in. And if he's late, gonna, he's going to look bad. So for his mutter. But it says, if no one else is there, and you're the last patient, then it's us. This is what Abbas Hufayat says. The Thist Yezer si- says a similar thing. He says a similar thing. And he even brings a proof for it. He brings a tshuva from the Radbaz. Radbaz was one of these considered basically a rishon. Uh, although he really overlapped with, with, with Maran Shukhan Aruch for a few years, he was the Nasi and the Nagid of Misraim for f- over 50 years, and then he came to Eretz Israel, um, Rabbeinu David ben Zimram, 600 years ago. And he writes in, in, in his tushubot, Khalid Aleph, he writes a, ca- a case about Yichud, that the ladies would go to the, to the non-Jewish houses, and they would do certain things for them. And the question is, what's, what's the hatter? So, among other things, uh, Rabbi David Ben-Ziradirad Ba'az writes that the who is that they're busy with their job, everyone's busy with their job, so that's why it's mutter. So, Sisad Yerzer kind of takes this and runs with it, and he says, once I have, um, once I have this, I have, uh, I'll have, i bring other proofs and, and as well, and they both are lenient in this. Now, I personally, it bothered me a lot when, when I was much younger, and I read this for, for the first time, and um, I wrote a piece of um, trying to disagree with all the reasonings that they brought. The truth is, if you really go through the Tshuva of the Nadbaz, you see that he is not relying on this by itself. He has merely three or four major um, other things. He says, first of all, there are Nashim Rabbimim and Nashim Harbim. There is more than three ladies and three men, which the says is muter If you have a bunch of ladies and a bunch of men, three and three minimum, then there's muter. And then it says, it's and it's Baal abayir. their husband is in, in, in town, and the door is open to outside, and there is many people there. And then after he's done with all these things, which basically is an airtight case, it says also their Babi Taihu So it seems to be that even the Ratbaz would not rely on this by itself. And then there are other technical problems with both the Moshe Feinstein's Truba and, and the Sicily And then I found that doctor Rabbi Dr. Um, Abraham Sofer Abraham the Nishmat Avraham I had had a chance of talking to him when when he came from one of the seminars a bunch of years ago and um, he showed me in in his sefer that he spoke to Rav Shomuzam Orbach and Rav Zaman very vehemently disagreed with this. He said that even if you have uh, that's not a heter for Yichud that's not a heter for Yichud that just maybe makes it that we're not going to say she's going to be Asur or give them Malkut and so on and so forth but still Yichud is there and many others they they follow the same um, the, the the same um, basic thing as as, as Rapsulam Orbach that the doctors' offices um, are technically a problem. So now what do we rely on? So Shabbat Al writes a very beautiful thing, Shmuel Albi Wozner. He writes in, in Shavuot Al Avi he says like this. That here, you could rely on the fact that the lady that's going to the doctor, her husband is in town.
1: Therefore, it's mutter.
0: What's the problem? No, let's say, you know, that's one problem. Meaning, what, what uh, Rabbi would is saying is that um, the husband trusts you to go to the doctor, so therefore he's not going to come check on you. And Even if he wants, until he gets through the security of the doctor, um, who knows how long it's going to take. That could be a problem, but there's a major problem with this. As you remember, a few minutes ago, I hinted to it, I alluded to this, that Balabair does not help with someone that's Libogaspa. If this is your OBGYN, and you're up to the tenth child, right, then this is a friend, right? Okay, someone someone that you know very well. and Isko Imhanashim, someone that's that, that they, their business is with, with ladies, they uh, tend to be more comfortable with them, so the heter b'albeir does not help. So that's a, a you know blatant problem with what the Shabbat writes. But he himself realizes this and he says like this. He says, "True, that with Lebo gaspo it doesn't really work, but legabe this for this element you could rely on what the Rabbah says. Meaning, once there is the b'albeir element, the then you could rely on the fact that that this." Um, you know the the the, the of the moshe's heter of For that in Balabir you could you could rely on it. And they bring from Reb uh, that he agreed with this. As well at the same time there are other schemes that they say you should if you have a choice of having a a female obijvayin and so on and so forth or having one of the the nurses or whatever come in. That would definitely be more lachachila as we as we know in the medical field right now past decade more and more they're implementing the laws of Yichud, even within the non-Jewish world because of the things that have happened and so on and so forth. These are things that even the goyim are catching up to to the laws of Yichud. So therefore, the more you can be careful, the better. But the minat that we have is based on the, the uh, somewhat creative thing that I, I mentioned right now, but it's already agreed upon with the major authorities of Allah. Rabbi Rab Shumal Wozner, Rabbi Yashiv, uh, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, they all agree that, that one um, has enough to rely on. Now, um, the time is, is, is late. I'm just going dis- to discuss one last thing that, that they put over here, and that's the subject of adoptions. Now, is it mutter to adopt a child? And this becomes more and more a question in the 20th century. This is uh, when the adoption really picked up. This was a very uh, heated argument within the post And the basic logic behind the makhlukit is the following. We all know. I mentioned at the beginning of the shiur that the immediate family members, let's say your daughter or your son, um, is mutter. There's no that feeling is, is there, It's based on the Gemara that Chachamim uh, Davin, and the Yetzer of Arayot was taken away at least from the immediate family. So therefore, there's no uh, you know feeling of of, of um, you know immorality between between immediate family members. Now, one could debate. What exactly does this mean? Does it mean that it has to be your biological mother? Your biological father? The Yitzhahara knows whose biological father and mother is. So maybe it's that. It's something spiritual based on who is your... Because we're talking about Yitzhahara over here. right? So maybe it has to be your biological father and mother, and then you're safe. But if it's not your biological father and mother, especially nowadays that the the adopted parent do not... They rather not say until the upper teens... To their, to their adopted children, that they are not their real biological parents. They know it, so what heter do they have? They know that this is not my my, my son, and I could technically marry him, right? It's not my son, it's from a different parent. So, what's the heter of the mother to, to be alone with this son or the father with the daughter when, when you're hiding this fact from, from the children? But you could also say that now the Gemara is not talking about biological facts. The Gemara is saying the relationship between mother and, and, and son is such that there's no room for taiva, there's no room for desirous feelings and so on and so forth. When, when, when there's a hug and kiss between a mother and son or between a father and daughter, it's a different different makeup of a relationship. So that's why it should be moot. And this hakira, so to speak, this two ways of learning, is the element between the machlok that I'm going to present to you in a, in a, in a second, which Moshe Feinstein really... Um, Speaks about this in Ibn Azhal in, Ibdalat's in, Musama Bet he writes that you find even great families that they adopt children and so on and no one is worried about anything. So what's the hatter? He he's bothered with it, it should be answered. This is the following He brings a a raya from the Gemara in Sota of Mem Gimala Mudbet. The Gemara says there that if you have step brothers and sisters, in other words, you were married and she was married and you both have kids from previous marriage, and now you get married. So these kids of the first marriages, they're living together as brothers and sisters in the house, but they're, they technically get married. The case of Amnon and Tamar in, in Nabi, the sons and, the son of David and Melach the stepdaughter, was a similar case. So the Gemara says, these people cannot get married. Rabbinic Isur. mid they cannot get married together, because people are going to say, brother and sister are getting married. Says Moshe Feinstein, if this was clear that the parents dealt with this differently, they were careful not to be meyachet with them, and they didn't hug them, and they didn't touch them, and they didn't kiss them, and all people would know. Why. Everyone, the whole society would know that this is an adopted child. It's not a brother and sister. So he says he see from the Gemara that the the hanhaga, the the um, action of the parent, the adopted parents with the, or or that was exactly the same, although it's not your daughter. It's a daughter of your new wife from a different marriage, which has nothing to do with you. That um, still was a normal reaction, normal um, relationship, as, as if she was your real, biological daughter. And that's the proof of Ramosha, that this should be mutter. The Sisal he it's in, in Khalek, Khalek Vav in Cicel-Yazir, in Simon Mem's um, parakid bed. He also says mutter. He has a different... Different reasoning. He brings a levush that when the levush mm-hmm. describes the heter, the leniency of mother with son or father with daughter, he says the second explanation that he said. That's not a biological thing. It's, it's mucha from, from, from the priesthood that he's saying that the reason for it is because their relationship is a different type of relationship. So, therefore, it's mutter. So, based on that, the Sicilian has built up a whole binion to say that it's mutter. And you have other poskim, you know, there's the there's tshuva of, of Asel Harab that he also in Chalagimel, in, in, in um, Simon at he's he also says that this is, this is mutter. On the other hand, Rabbi Yosef also talks about it, I'm going to say Rabbi at the end. Um, on the other hand, you have a whole school of poskim that they vehemently disagree with this. Starting from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Nachamendel he says he wrote a letter to the Otter poskim. Is, is, printed in the hashmatot in the back of Uzzar Poskim's Simar Khafbet. He says that this is no leniency, and you can't compare this with the case of Chazal, because back then, they didn't keep it a secret. Everyone knows that this is a doctor child. Hamigadah, this that the Gemara says in Davutet, in Sanhedrin, Hamigadah, that when you, when you raise an orphan in your house, it's as if you gave birth to it, and it's so, such a great mitzvah. But they didn't keep it a secret back then. It wasn't like a, the, 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 the mentality of the society was very different. Everyone knew adopted the adopted child knew, and the parents knew. Everyone knew that this is an adopted child. Versus nowadays, that you keep it a secret, then you get, run into all these problems. So he says they did keep all the the laws of of Yichel. and he asks them to publicize that this this uh, this letter that everyone should know that this is awesome. And he's not alone. You know, when he gets it, the Chubin Rav, um, Rav, Rav Dov Ber uh, Wiedenfeld, he the Chubin Rav, a tremendous gaon of the nineteenth uh, century, in his. He also says it's Asr. This is absolutely Asr. the same as the Lobavitcher Rab. Chazanish says Asr. The Stipler says Asr. Rab Ezra Atiyah, which is the Rebbe of Rabbinzi and Rabba Shaul and Horbadiyah and all of the, the Rashiva Protasev, he also says Asr. The Shevet Halevi, he also in in Chalik Bafsim and Kuftalibaf, he writes Asr. All of the above, they say the adoption is not that the adoption is Asr, but yichud with adoptive children is is a scenario of yichud comes among our buddy, Yusuf, and he says that the Ikradin is the smutter. But, he says, if you have an option, then you should adopt a girl, not a boy. Right? Why? Because your wife is usually home. So she would have the problem if it's a boy. And when you're home, your wife also normally is home. So therefore, it's more practical. This way, you could be mahmir for them as well. But as, as I mentioned, you see the... I guess you could say, the majority of the post scheme, they have what to say um, in, in stringency when it comes to adoption. And therefore, this is a question, again, this is way beyond the scope of this talk, um, to, to make decisions. No one should walk home and say that, uh, um, you know, Israeli said that this mutter is asser is... Uh, Again, the purpose of this is not to pass in halachas. The purpose of this is just to make awareness that these are the ones you discuss with the Rab. Uh, many of these things depend on many, many, many different factors, which I didn't have time to, to mention. And each one of them could make a major difference within, within the outcome of the halacha. But that's, that's basic, basic um, um, you know, ba- the basic rules and regulations of some of the things in, in, in Yechud that they had put on, on the thing that we got to discuss. Now we, we leave some, some minutes for, for, for questions. Yes. Question. I'm, uh, I'm home and both my parents, let's say one parent out of town and one parent is at work and it's 8 o'clock at night and it's only the way in my house. I have no idea when my dad's going to come from work. My mom's out of town. Can I come home? You said, like, I can't by the way, you don't have to run. If you find yourself in a situation of Yechud, there's Mucha from gown Vit the Burak, in the beginning of the Simon, that as, uh, even if you're walking out, you don't have to just, you know, rush and break the door and run out or jump out of the window. As long as you're, you're walking out, it's, that's fine. You don't have to run. But yeah? So let's say, myth is over. Hmm? I want Your father could be coming at any given second and he has the, the key? Yeah, he has key. If he could be coming at any given second and you have no idea, that's fine. Okay. let's say he says I am gonna be home in an hour. Then I can have Moshe in I mean, even a the Kazanish, then you you have no ethics. I, I have to. Unless you leave the door ajar, which again depends on what time of the night, what, what area, and so on and so forth. So what's the time? Ten thirty what what when in Westwood, nine thirty the place is dead. <laughs> Over here probably is eleven o'clock. In New York, three o'clock. <laughs> uh, city that never sleeps, yeah. Sure. Um, what about the portion of converts of the Okay, Q the you missed the uh, last year's shear we spoke about uh, converts, but uh, regarding mm-hmm. Yehud, um, I was afraid someone was going to ask this question. Rav Moshe Feinstein has a tube on this. It's in Evan HaEzer Chelak Dalit, Simon Samach Dalit, Ot Aleph. He says um, he says mutter. What was the Reasons uh, is beyond the scope of this talk. That's why I didn't I didn't want to bring it in because it's more complex. But it's mutter. Yehud with your biological parents when you are converts, and the Gemara we all know says that Ger A convert is like a newborn baby. Technically speaking, had it not been because of rabbinic decrees, a uh, son could have get, gotten married to his mother. And rabbinic is also because it looks ridiculous. So, Yes? So, a male hospital patient should request... A male Hospital is a little bit different because the the, natu- the nature of hospital is a public domain. You know, touching and this and that is a different question. It's not a euCA question, but technically speaking, all the rooms of the hospital they're monitored usually with with with, with cameras for uh, for um, law reasons and um, I mean it could be that's that's CCTV, but but you have that and also it's a public domain there's no doors that are locked and so on and so forth unless you're in um, certain rooms in hospital, which that's a different question. yes. Well, it depends where they are. I mean, it's a good question because I want to mention one point here. There are many cases in Yichud that the halacha is mutter. But it's not a scenario you want to find yourself in. Sometimes, when you have a music teacher, especially if she's not dressed properly and so on and so forth, it's not what you want to put your kid through. But halachically speaking, um, if you have any of the above mentioned things, let's say whose house is it in? the teacher's house. So, the... And she's a Jew or she's a non-Jew? It all depends. If 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 she's a Jew and she has a husband, which is in town, it's mutter. Or if she has other people who could be coming to home and they have the key at any given moment, again, it's mutter. If she is a... You know, if she's a non-Jew, it becomes more more complex. Especially if she has, you know, whatever, that becomes more of a, a question. Therefore, you see the de- details of it does matter. You should ask a question depending on the case. Anyone else? Going once. A cell phone. John if they on phone is that okay? No. I said I don't that huh? <laughs> Say it okay. again. Meaning, you're asking... Who is asking the question? The doctor? And the nurse comes in to do a job take care of the patient. who's a male. The nurse, whether or not you don't know if they're Jewish or not. It doesn't matter. That, in the hospital, again, um, as mentioned Danny, the hospital is, is easier because it's a public domain. People come and go. They can't, by law, they can't lock the door of your room. You know, again, there are certain cases within the hospital's that they are more secure than so on and so forth, depending on the mental issues and so on and so forth. But th- those are separate, but the regular hospital case, it's not a, it's not a scenario of because anyone could walk in at any given time. A man is a bunch of women, one of daughter, is a Yes, that's another case that we did not discuss. If you have uh, the subya of shomrim, if one of the ladies that, we said that one man with many ladies is Asr, but if one of the ladies you could be meyachet with, then that saves the day. Right? That saves the day. Let's say one of the ladies, her husband is in town. So there's no way she would do something wrong. So the rest of them are not going to do something wrong because she could tell them. Well, that's, the reasons are beyond this book. But, but, but the daughter is not so simple if it's considered a shomer. So therefore, that, the, the specific case that you asked is not simple if it's mutter. If one of them is his daughter. Yes? He said yeah, okay. so if, if you have a question. So, if someone asks you to go to their house to pick up a package that they need, they need to bring, them. and, and uh, there is a core from the wife that's at that the house, so if people don't know whether she's in the house or not, should you send a female over to the house to pick up the package? Or can you go not back necessarily. Back? If the door is open, if the door is going to be ajar, and you're going to Pick up a package. Don't close the door. If you leave the door open, then you have the header of of pesah in a normal society. That people are going. If the door is totally open and you're not going to the third floor, because like a different floor is a question. If the door of the first floor is open and you're in second floor, that's a totally different question. But in a normal normal thing. You're going to pick up something. Door is open. It's totally fine. Yes. Even is fine. Although there is a Ezra mikodesh that seems to say it has to be kind of pesach, but that's. That's for me and you to discuss later. So, so, if you you don't have to be hoshish. you don't have to be worried that otherwise it's going to get stuck, right? But if it, do, it, if it, if it did get stuck, then maybe you should use Avishay's uh, uh, thing to, to, to get on the phone. Thank you, Israel, for brilliant share, amazing and so many Thank you very much. Uh, they just left them fresh in the press.